0: Hello, and welcome to the WOMCast, the podcast for Braintree High by Braintree High. I'm your host, Cole Berry, and joining me today are Joe and Nan. So on this episode of the WOMCast, we are featuring a story about Braintree High's adjustment to hybrid and fully remote learning. If you'd like to leave us a message on this topic, please call and leave us a voicemail at 857-302-4031. We'd love to hear more from students and community members.
1: It has
2: officially been one month since BHS made the switch to hybrid learning, and with it, students, families, and staff have adapted, once again, to our ever-changing new normal. While we have seen an overwhelming amount of optimism from students and staff alike it is painfully obvious that there is still a piece or pieces missing
3: just like a lot of like i just miss having like in person with everyone in school and doing all those like fun activities in class that we can't really do because we have to keep distance and all that stuff
4: one thing i miss about school pre-covid is definitely just like the entire like school day kind of like having my schedule waking up every day driving into school and staying at school for the whole day um i do miss that because i thought i learned way better doing that instead of just this kind of confusing all over the place type of schedule
2: and yeah as braintree has been returning to school over the past few weeks some students have been returning back home With yet another spike in COVID cases around the town, BHS's Remote Learning Academy has seen a massive increase with many students switching from hybrid to full remote.
1: Yes, since we opened in our hybrid model, we have had a large number of students and families decide that they would prefer to be full remote instead of hybrid how they started.
2: This week, we also chatted with two students virtually, sophomore Dario Dobrolinski and senior Brady Walsh to get an inside look at what draws students to Remote Learning Academy and what sparked their switch we also talked to head principal Dr. Scully to bring you a perspective of BHS you may not normally get to see. After the first week of in-person hybrid, sophomore Daria Dobrolinski made the tough decision to switch to full remote. Hi, I'm Daria. I'm in 10th grade um, and I transitioned from hybrid to remote. Like many students, Daria simply didn't feel safe with the risk in-person learning presents.
3: Um, I just didn't want to get in contact with Corona.
2: Daria isn't the only student fearing COVID exposure. As of Wednesday, the percentage of families opting for full remote has doubled from what the school originally anticipated, increasing from 20% to 40.
1: We do see uh, an uptick in requests for families and students to go remote whenever we have to quarantine students and staff. Um, That's happened four or five times since we've gone hybrid. We've been very fortunate that we do not have any documented transmission within the school, but these are cases where students or staff have become sick from a contact outside of school, but have been present in the building. That's when we have to quarantine.
3: Other classmates have also gone full remote, and I think for different reasons, I think just people didn't wanna go into school because I've heard that they're just doing the same thing that they were doing at home in school.
2: According to Daria, this transition has also had its fair share of disadvantages.
3: I feel like remote students are definitely missing out on a lot of things like class discussions and teacher instruction. I mean, you can always email teachers and ask questions, but it's obviously not the same as being in person. Um, but I also really like it because I get to like, work at my own pace in the morning. Um, something I missed like during COVID learning is when we all did it online, like in the beginning of September, when we were all online doing classes on Google Meets because everyone was getting the same amount of instruction and we were all getting the same materials on.
1: This is why we have a system that we do is that families and students have the option to choose what mode of instruction they feel makes the most sense for them, both in terms of teaching and learning and in terms of their own personal health both for the health of students or the families that they're returning to.
2: Senior Brady Walsh is also looking to go full remote for the teaching and learning aspect of what Dr. Scully mentioned. I'm going to go full remote this year for school
4: um, for a lot of reasons because I feel like it's kind of like annoying going only for half of the day, half of the day because like, I only see half of my classes, and I feel a lot less organized that I have to, like, be in school for
2: half the day and then be at home. Like many seniors, Brady is missing the times at Braintree High when we could all be together in one class and in one building, and also have all of her classes at the same address. I would rather, like, go for the full day,
4: so I kind of have all my classes at once instead of just going to a few of my classes and then going home. Specifically, I'm cohort B and specifically on Thursday, two out of my three teachers that I see are teaching remote as well. So I would, so I wake up early, drive into school just to be taught the exact same way I was being taught at home. One of BHS's teachers, Miss Lang, a social studies teacher has also gone full remote this year for a big reason.
0: I did not necessarily choose full remote. I was allowed to be full remote. The biggest factor in my asking to be full remote and the administration granting that request is that I have a four-year-old daughter named Katerina. She is a delight, but she is also a child that has many medical challenges including cardiac issues and neurological issues that put her in a category where she is one of the high-risk people. While Bridie enjoys
2: seeing her teachers, she wishes she were at home while doing it. At least that
4: part is really no different than when we were doing full remote. It's the exact same thing because my teachers are teaching from a Zoom, from a Google
2: Meet, except I'm doing it in school instead of in at my house as more and more students switch to remote learning academy there has been a bit of an internal debate going on with hybrid students who are considering going full remote which way is better and is there an advantage i don't really know which way is better because
4: i feel like there are definitely pros and cons of both because hybrid obviously like you go into school and like i just said i learn a lot better when i do see my teachers but then there are some cons because I feel a lot less organized because I only see half of my classes, um, and then I go home and have the rest online. I feel like I—it's just hard to like remember a lot of stuff. Also, if I go from full remote, I will like miss like having that like more one-on-one learning experience, like with teachers and stuff, where I can like directly ask them questions instead of asking them through a Google Meet.
2: Regardless of how you're learning this year, we hope you're all staying safe, washing your hands, and wearing your masks. Reporting for WOMCast, this is Michaela Labadee and Ella Madden.
0: Okay, I thought that story was pretty great. Um, personally, I know a few people who have gone full remote not only because of health concerns, but just kind of, like, out of protest for, like, how kind of inefficient they think the hybrid and remote systems are. But, um, yeah, so do you guys have any particular thoughts on this issue after hearing the episode? Yeah, so I think, like, the choice between hybrid and full remote really gives people the option to, like, uh, feel safe or it gives them, like, Uh, a sense of security through um a sense of security from covid so that they you know don't transmit it to anyone else or get it themselves yeah and also as i said in the story there's there's benefits and there's non-benefits but some people benefit other than other people so yeah Yeah, totally so um, that's it for this episode of the Wompcast. Um, remember, we'd love to hear your opinion on this topic. So if you think you've got something to add or think that um, someone got something wrong, please call 857 302 4031 and leave us a voice message. Talk soon, the Wompcast.